0: This is RS1, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Finally, the news confirmed that the opening round of the 2020 FIA Formula One World Championship in Melbourne, Australia, has been cancelled. Let's go to Melbourne now. Richard Krill is there for us in the paddock this weekend. Richard, what an extraordinary set of circumstances. And how's it unfolded from, from your point of view? Uh,
1: g'day, mate. It's been extraordinary. One of the more crazy twenty-four hours in this sport that I've I've experienced in fifteen years of working in it professionally and and more following it. And, and I, I cannot tell you the atmosphere here at the moment, mate. It is extraordinary. And this this literally thunderstorm rolling over, and the winds changed, and the weather's the temperatures dropped, and like you could cut the atmosphere with a cricket stump. It's amazing. Some, it's, um, it's just they'll write stories of this for a long time the way this has been managed has been I think quite poor and there's going to be a lot of introspection and a lot of reflection on how this has rolled out but um the vibe in the paddock right now is one that is quite surreal and and I've never been at an event where we've got a day into proceedings this is a four-day event we had a full day of on-track activity on Thursday um and we've now been told after much rumor much innuendo and will they won't they that um that the event is now officially off. And that's not just Formula One. That was the, that was the tipping point. That was the thing that that ultimately fired it all over. Um, but the entire Formula One Australian Grand Prix event is cancelled, which means supercars. It means Porsche Carrera Cup. It means uh, S5000 TCR and, and everything else about it. So it's, a, it's an enormous decision. The ramifications are going to be very, very big, not just from an international standpoint, but domestically as well. Uh, and that's something that as a sport we're going to have to work through over the next couple of weeks. But the mood is crazy. And, John, I've got to tell you, so it's Friday the 13th in Australia right now as I talk to you. Um, Yesterday was a beautiful autumn day in Victoria, 31 degrees, sun shining. This morning, dark storm clouds, and I'm not joking, I'm not making this up, dark storm clouds have rolled in. There's a front coming in from the west where the weather's coming to, and the atmosphere changed before all this happened. You, know, you couldn't write this in a movie script if you wanted to. It's one of those moments that we'll all look back in 10 years and go, do you remember when? Now, for those that didn't know this,
0: the first day of the event, the Thursday of the event, there was no Formula One action, but it, it was no. all the support series, which absolutely went ahead as per. Uh, this morning, uh, you and I both know a lot of officials and marshals and flaggers. Uh, I, yep. got, I got... Uh, the text that they all got they sent that a lot of people sent it through to me that today friday was going to go ahead absolutely as scheduled uh, and i mean what what's the i suppose what i want to oh, ask I, is I, what what's what's the uh, information flow been like to you the media well,
1: and to the other series uh, not good. Uh, so my role this weekend is more from a broadcast point of view, working with, with Porsche and the Carrera Cup Series, and, and I'm calling what well, was due to call S5000 as well. I'm properly grumpy, that's off. Um, so it, it's been poor. My, my understanding is, is that, and, and the official release that was put out not too long ago as we speak, was that the decision was made by Formula One. So that the impasse here was a standoff between who cancels the event? Is it the promoter? the local, the Australian Grand Prix Corporation, i.e. the Victorian government, or is it Formula One? Um, And I believe that was what caused the standoff um, and caused it to take so long. And the understanding is that the teams uh, told Formula One late last night that they weren't going to race, and that forced F1's hand. And at 9 o'clock this morning, Friday morning Australian time, they went to the event and said, we're not racing. And that was then the impetus for the event to cancel the whole thing there were talks this morning that it would proceed uh supercars were working on the basis that the event was going to continue and that they would continue to race Uh, s5000 cars were being warmed up this morning ready for their first race first ever championship race by the way and then the news filtered through that that once formula one was over we were pretty pretty certain that the whole thing would be cancelled and it was so but, but there's a lot the, – the communication has been very, very poor. The worst thing about it is is that there's probably 15,000 people lining up outside the gates of Albert yeah. Park as we speak, yeah. and, and none of them were told. There was no news, and they delayed opening the gates for a very long time. So the whole idea of – at first they announced that they would run this event behind closed doors was to not get a large gathering of people together in one spot. What they did by not announcing that until this morning – was just move that gathering to outside the gates. So it defeated the purpose anyway. It's been a very, very strange morning, and there's, there's going to be some some courses in universities down the road taught about <laughs> crisis communications based on lessons learned out of this weekend. Well, given
0: what's happened in the last few days and how other sport and even other parts of motorsport have reacted, uh, including uh, the president of IMSA, John Doonan, making himself available to talk about mm-hmm. the, the cancellation uh, of sebring uh, and the wec event there as well although that wasn't necessarily his event um just from aside from formula one what's the ramifications for the series that thought they were going to be racing this weekend i mean they've lost a big event but they have lost a round of the series as well and uh, w- will there be an opportunity for them to gain that back somewhere doubling
1: up maybe somewhere i supercars had what was it three rounds this weekend So as for supercars, that's quite literally the million-dollar question. Um, And how that plays out will be one of the big stories in the next couple of weeks. Um, Unlike the supports, they're governed by a a pretty serious TV contract which mandates a certain number of rounds a year. Um, And with this event now not going ahead and they haven't had any racing, there's going to be a question as to whether that counts of them ticking one of the boxes or if they're going to have to make up those races somewhere else. So it's a huge issue. Uh, and it's going to create more expense. It's going to create some serious stress and some heartache for these people. So th- these are the things that are that are going to have to be worked out over the next couple of weeks. And it's going to have to happen quickly. The other, the other issue is, is that what happens to the events already scheduled we're in Tasmania in three weeks time for the next round um, AFL, uh, is very likely to play their games in front of empty stadiums. And I know a lot of stuff in Europe has been um, closed door, behind behind uh, closed doors for, for TV only. So there's a chance that supercars will follow that. Um, but after Tasmania, they go to New Zealand. So are they allowed to fly across the Tasman? We just don't know. And, and so there's so many questions and variables and supercars are in the same boat as everybody else as far as that. And, you know, that the support categories follow as they can and, and what they can, and we'll have to make it up on the go. But There's going to be a lot of improv going on in the next couple of weeks. Tough question for you to
0: answer, and I appreciate you might not know the answer to this, but as far as you're aware, was there any thought of being able to run behind closed doors at least for the
1: support series yeah. uh, this week? Yeah, that, it was. Yeah, 100%. So the first news we got this morning, Friday morning, was that the event would continue uh, without spectators for TV only, um, whether Formula One happened or not. So this was before the Formula One news was communicated. We were told that the event was still going to proceed and that we should make plans as usual for going motor racing today from a support point of view. So we were good to go. We were told from a TV point of view to be on standby as per the schedule. Um, but obviously that changed quite quickly and the Formula One decision then just prompted the events to continue uh, well, the event to, to be cancelled completely. So, yeah, there was a time it was forty-five minutes uh, that we were we were under the impression that things were going to continue, but obviously it escalated pretty quickly, and um, and it all uh, it all stopped. Well, uh, it sounds like you're
0: going to have a really interesting on the grid next week uh, on RS One oh, oh. at nine o'clock UK time. Uh, do we have to give you a bit of extra time? You'll have to apply for that now with the responsible adult. <laughs>
1: uh yeah well potentially i'm not sure well it's going to be a long debrief do you know the worst thing about this is is that we'd arranged our little gathering the the beers on on the grid on saturday night we're gonna have to cancel that so uh I'm, i'm very disappointed i had several messages of people ready to go so we'll have to postpone that so we can officially postpone something due to the coronavirus as well just so we can be on trend with everybody else
0: richard quill coming to us from the paddock in Melbourne. We'll have further updates as the story develops through Friday here in the UK with Nick Damon, our Formula One correspondent on the Radio Show Limited network of channels. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. Tell your friends there's more at Radiolamont.com.